Hi, everybody. It's good old J.R. Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling, and you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. Somebody get a doctor. I need a shot of medicine, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again coming to you live from the 13th floor of the Ford F-150 Raptor, BF Goodrench All-Terrain TA, Jim Beam Smooth Drinking Kentucky Bourbon Studios. Once again, we are nestled in the beautiful Fox Valley overlooking the pristine waters of Lake Winnebago. We are often imitated and never duplicated, ladies and gentlemen. There's only one, and you found us. That's right. You're listening to the Bad Medicine Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, big show, big announcement. If you're just listening, we'll reintroduce it. But if you're on social media, you probably saw it. Andrew, why don't you go ahead and uh, lead us lead us into it? Well... Ladies and gentlemen, Wait, hang on. Let me get comfortable here. Let me put up my WGNR recliner for a second. Clink, clink. There we go. There we go. Hit me. The fourth person of the Bad Medicine podcast. The fourth Mike. Fourth member. Fourth member. He's the known as the Appleton Oak, as some affectionately call him. Others call him the Man of a Thousand Poses. Even though I heard now it's up to a thousand and twenty-three. Which I can't wait to see 1024. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Bay. God, you guys are idiots. <laughs> hey, I was going to go with uh, he ain't no Sally. He's just from the Fox Valley. Dave, seriously, he was working on a ton of material. Give him some oh, more that you had. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, let, no, I want to hear him. Keep, uh, keep rolling. <laughs> I like the, the. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. We've got the one, the only, the big boot from Little Shoot. <laughs> He ain't no. <laughs> Thank you, my hometown. I appreciate that. He ain't no Trasha because he ain't from Manasha. Uh, people from uh, outside the valley might not be able to appreciate that, but uh, everybody around. No, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, for people listening for the first time, uh, I've been a guest on this show a few times, um, but uh, our after talking with the guys, guest, uh, decided to jump on as a regular. You know, for, it's been. Uh, you know, a, a long time where um, I've had people be like, oh, you should get on a radio show or do a YouTube show or whatever. And I've done stuff in bodybuilding. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people who do really good podcasts in bodybuilding. And for as, for as much as I'm involved in the industry and stuff like that, I, you know, if I was going to get going with some sort of program, I just wanted to be able to have a little bit more fun. And not that there's not fun and interesting stuff to do in bodybuilding, but uh, for as big of a meathead as I am, uh, I am every bit as big of a nerd in uh, in a whole bunch of different aspects of my life. And so, nerd, it's like, nerds. Well, and why pick yourself? Yeah, yeah. No, why limit so it's yourself? like if I'm gonna, you know, and I, I you know, I if the people who follow me on social media know I keep it light, you know, so I don't like getting into politics and religion and all that trash. So it was like if I was gonna do a podcast and I didn't, you know, want it to be, you know, we'll talk about some of the stuff. I do in the industry, but if I didn't want it just to be about bodybuilding, it was like, well, what if we talked about like sports and 80s and wrestling and everything you guys were doing? So it was like <laughs> perfect fit. So new I'm balance, out. new balance sneakers. New By the way, sneakers, that's uh, oh, this weekend. Oh, I do we'll, want to we'll get into that. I saw I've been seeing those everywhere since we did that podcast. I've been they seeing are, the new balance. They are everywhere. everywhere. Uh, and uh it's just a matter of uh, once it's, it's once like once you see it. So if if you haven't heard the joke, uh, so like three years, two or three years ago, 
there's this meme, and it's just a pair of the white New Balances. Now, people need to follow along to this because the the, the, the joke isn't the New Balance brand. It is right. any basic all-white leather. Leather's no, There can't be any mesh. Can't no, be no any mesh. breathable material. It's got to be all-white leather with a navy blue logo. Oh, that okay. is the dad that is shoe. It. Now, the New Balance, and New Balance has like the 545s, the 612s, all phenomenal Wait, shoes. Look at this guy just sucking. I'm just making up numbers. <laughs> hey, New Balance. And the 748s. Uh, yeah, there you go. Nike has the Air Monarchs. Now, yeah. these are the most popular two dad shoes. But anyhow, the, the meme had the New Balance, and it said, Randy 52, Girls a Mean Burger, um, uh, Likes saying, you know, rest up. We got a big day tomorrow, and you know, and it was a hilarious meme, and I and I posted it, and people were laughing, and uh, I go to a little league game, right, and I'm there with my, uh, it was my brother's kids, my brother Bill's kids' little league game, and my dad is there. (laughs) my stepdad and my brother's father-in-law and i literally had just posted it the day before and people were commenting so i was seeing the updates all three of them added on and my mom i shit you not i wouldn't do that to you and i was and i'm just dying and it's been like this thing and i'm people are joking about it all over the country so this isn't something i'm trying to own or whatever but it's it's turned into a fantastic uh i don't know hobby i guess just watching to see if there's as many people with dad shoes on as you think there are. And just to clarify, because this is you know, so, something that was interesting. You know, when I, when I first started kind of posting all these memes and people were posting stuff on my page, somebody that, uh, that I respect a lot, they kind of misunderstood what it was about, and they called me out on it. They're like, hey, you know, bro, this isn't cool that, you know, you're making fun of people. And, and you know, I, I, sw- I straightened it out, like, and, and I'm Look, these shoes, like a new pair of the New Balance, like 574s, <laughs> those things, even on sale at Kohl's, are going to run you probably 65 to $70. Uh, and, and the joke wasn't so much, uh, you know, people not being able to have money for shoes. It's like literally dads everywhere wear these shoes everywhere. And <laughs> once, you, once, once you become aware of this and you see the memes, you start noticing it. Yeah, so, I can uh, attest to that. I've been seeing them everywhere. I was at a, an event a couple weeks ago and there was like 56,000 people there and you know, you're walking around 57, the grounds. 57. There's 50, 50. That's what he the numbers knew, said. He knew the oh, exact number. He counted. He, he did a head count. Head he count. actually I looked it up online. He was he taking each was. one of them. I come prepared for the podcast, Dave. Uh, you might want to <laughs> you know, maybe give that a try. Right. Yeah, the, the you two, know, I know you're new here and you're just trying to get fit in, but you 56,000. 302. And easily 31,500 of them had the New Balance white <laughs> shoes on. And if they didn't have the New Balance, they had the, uh, the starters, which I've been noticing uh, star- too. So you have the New Balance and the Nike Air Monarchs are the most popular. Uh, Skechers yep. makes them. They probably have the Skechers memory foam. Oh, memory so foam. those are probably comfortable. So nice. All these shoes are like, some guy just did a video uh, that was went viral and he's like, of course, it's 4X wide. And the Air Monarchs are the new bounces. They're literally 4X wide. And what did he goes? He goes, why would you want a shoe that's not extra, 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 extra wide? But, uh, oh, what yeah, is this and guy in, a duck? And in Vegas this weekend, man, so, you know, different hotels, the, uh, the Olympia, and we'll get to that. I was at the Mr. Olympia this weekend in Las Vegas. Another, another great weekend, uh, 
for bodybuilding out there. But the hotel it's at is the the Orleans Hotel and Arena. And so it works out well for the Olympia because the rooms are reasonably priced. So, you know, fans aren't going to get, you know, just hammered to the wall if they want to come and stay. Uh, they have a huge arena there, um, which works out really well for the for the show. The backstage setup is very conducive to uh, a bodybuilding event. So the Orleans works out great. Um, it's off the strip, which, you know, some of the fans, you know, I think would like it a, a little bit more on the strip, but it kind of separates it from all the other hoopla and traffic and everything. So it works out great. But the Orleans, um, the gambling crowd there is a little bit of an older crowd. So, you know, each kind of uh, hotel and casino there has their own their own vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Las Vegas actually last weekend. It was on the north side, and it was kind of like a local's vibe. They did a lot of Motown shows and stuff there. So, um, uh, unfortunately, there was almost no new balances there but the uh the orleans <laughs> uh hotel and arena in uh in las vegas is a hotbed and i mean hotbed for <laughs> dad shoes i mean it, and i was so i i started taking pictures because i was gonna do a collage which i still will it'll be great beautiful and it got to the point where i was taking like so many that it was just like it got like old after a while you know oh what God. i'm saying God. I'm like, another I'll, picture I'll, Jesus. I'll get, you know i'll Click. do like a five by five you know like a, a the picture collage five five up five down and like a picture of like 25 and once you hit like you know 30 you're like this is getting old well you do a pretty <laughs> good job on your instagram story uh of capturing that with that like sexy glow that that one thing has like when you're in the gym. Oh, yeah, with the story mode where it's like yes. the hearts. Yeah, yes. yeah the, uh, the down, Zoom down, down, options down. on the Instagram story makes <laughs> yeah. for, uh, yeah. Makes hey, for Dave, I did want to ask you, uh, just for the listeners, could you maybe just real quick briefly explain the difference? Because I know the last time we had you on, you were talking about the Arnold and all the different things they had there. Could you maybe just real quick go into so the, the differences, basically, for people who don't know the difference between the Olympia and the Arnold? Oh, I thought you were going to say the difference between like the Air Monarchs and the New Balances. <laughs> that, I was thinking with that pick collage, you just make a big, huge poster where it's a bunch of those shoes into a collage where it's yeah, yeah. another big New but, Balance um, shoe. There oh, I go. I, I know what you're saying. Where you get like, oh yeah. wow, that's a yeah. that's a lot of pictures. Boom. You're welcome. Let's just slow down. That's going to take me a little while. Uh, no, so so no, that's yeah. So the uh, the Mr. Olympia that started in 1965. So that's always been like the Super Bowl of bodybuilding. So you're crowning the biggest champion. Uh, it's you know that's kind of there's not really a ranking system per se in bodybuilding, but that's if there is one, that's it. And the ranking system, if you win it. That's legit. You're the number one bodybuilder in the world. Um, so it's a, it's a huge weekend. Um, it used to travel um, from 1965 all the way until I believe it was the late 90s. And then, you know, they settled in Las Vegas, which works out great because um, it's for, for the same reasons why, you know, there's so many conventions yeah, in Las Vegas. I did marketing and, you know, we had all yeah. before I was my brother's um, dental office admin. And there was all these conventions out there because people are a whole lot more likely to go there because there's obviously so much else to do. And it's a really good fit for for the bodybuilding crowd and from people all over the world to come. So they stayed in Vegas. Vegas. So that's the second weekend in September every year. Um, again, a huge thing. You have to qualify to compete, um, but it's a, it's a great event. Now, the Arnold Classic started in 1990, I believe it was, 90 or 91. Uh, that's in Columbus, Ohio every year. So they're about six months apart. So um, for the bodybuilding industry, it's a nice it's a nice split because yeah, nice it's, it's right in the middle. Yeah, so the Arnold Classic really kicks things off each year in, in March. That's when the season kind of really ramps up. And then, uh, you know, the athletes have, you know, six months, uh, you know, to prep, you know, because the Arnold is always 
those are the two premier events. Yep. And so we see the biggest names. Um, over the last 10 years or so, it, there's a kind of a trend of whoever wins the Olympia doesn't necessarily do the Arnold mm-hmm. right away the following year, but the Arnold is usually all the top guys. And that's by invite. Okay. Um, so uh, the Arnold Classic has their um, their panel of people that they put together, some, some of the promoters, some industry people on who actually gets – Invites. So the Olympia, you have to qualify for. That's the big Super Bowl. The Arnold um, is by invite. Um, both huge expos. Um, the Arnold is uh, the Arnold Expo is a little bit more of like a mini Olympics. So um, that would be, I would say, the biggest difference between the two. Okay, is that the Arnold has you know, and the Olympia is is, is really growing, and there's some new production people um, that are working on that show. And so I'm really excited to see what they have next year. They actually announced at the uh, the night show on Saturday that they were going to be doing Special Olympics next year at the uh, the Olympia and really starting to incorporate oh, nice. more sports. So, yeah, yeah, you know, one thing that the Arnold has been really successful with is that there's so many people that come to Columbus that really – they have no interest in bodybuilding or fitness, but it's just a, it's a giant sports weekend. It really is yep. like a mini Olympics. I mean, the Arnold has like fencing and and ballroom dancing and powerlifting and strongman and all these things. And and I think at the Olympia, um, yeah, they're, they're starting re- to see that. Yeah, like, well, they hey. they have other sports. You know, yeah. they do powerlifting and they do all this stuff there. But I think they're going to really try to grow um, to um, you know to uh, like this giant fitness weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what. Um, what happens do you think uh, the olympia will try to do the arnold like as in all those events um you know i think uh they'll take a look at what events are at the arnold and how successful they are and 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 kind of go off of that you know the arnold really incorporates a lot of different things you know like like obviously fencing and ballroom dancing has no real tie-ins um to you know any sort of fitness sport but it's a great turnout each year mm-hmm. um uh, a gentleman named tony doherty um promotes the arnold classic australia and they they have everything you know they'll have chess and ping pong and and it's, it's actually it's actually really fun because you go there and you see like all these different things and you know everybody thinks like they're these hardcore bodybuilders and you get to see people like with just incredible talents that have nothing to do with you know muscles or anything like yep. that but they're the best and at what they do they're the best at yeah. what they do and so it's still it's just still like entertaining just like us That's but right. uh but no so I, I i i don't know the direction um that the olympia is going to grow um but uh growing is uh, is the direction so it's it, it was really exciting so i'm i'm already you know we're one day out and uh, Beautiful, and you had a pretty good time there. Got to meet some interesting people. I understand. Yeah, so the um, the, the Olympia every huh. year. Uh, the Olympia. See how I did that? Andrew just softballs right at him. <laughs> just belt that shit right out of the park like your name's Ryan Braun. Uh, yeah, Brand the Grand Salami. The, the Olympia every year. There's always some celebrities there. Sometimes just hanging out. Um, sometimes there for booths uh, for the supplement companies or or, or different. Um, different people that are at the expo uh this year uh there was um limitless uh, a newer supplement company i don't know too much about them i know they're partnered with uh team money team so mayweather's thing oh, yeah. so that was co-branded they like a bugatti at the booth and stuff and <laughs> Did uh, you see the one do 308 miles an hour by the way the new uh, yeah, bugatti? The, yeah no yeah that's uh, ridiculous yeah 308 and uh 
It was running on a set of tires that is a parent company of the sponsor of the show, Michelin. And I just want to take a slight detour here. I don't understand how you provide the tires for a car that goes 300 miles an hour and you don't make one single fucking advertisement for it and put it on TV. Like, Michelin, we have the only tires in the world that can do 308 miles an hour. I think they'll be okay on your Ford or whatever. Michelin, we go 380, but can't go 60. We explode. You know what I think it is? is probably just it's probably just because it's that impractical like you how are you going to get any like that that's what i would because if they make tires that are that good think how good their passenger ones yeah that could backfire like you could be like michelin's look we put them on a new bugatti that went 308 you know and uh you know Susie smith at home is like i don't need tires that make me go 308 (laughs) i I just need to get my kids to the drop-off lane at middle school so don't try to sell me that crap just give me whatever you have i go 45 on the highway why do i need to go 308 yeah who needs to do the speed limit i keep forgetting that most people don't think like me and it really throws me off (laughs) well people can't drive anyway so that's true i don't have a car that goes 308 (laughs) miles an hour so keep your fancy tires i don't want them but uh but, uh, but yeah, the, 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 so the Bugatti, so yeah. Limitless had a Bugatti, but they had a bunch of people. It was really cool. And, uh, you know, just talk about making a splash. They had, uh, they had Goldberg there. They had a bunch of UFC fighters, Anderson Silva, George St. Pierre, um, Chuck Liddell, uh, Nate Diaz, uh, uh, Freddie. Oh God, I forget his name. But they had the who's who of the industry and yeah, the big yeah. names. It was the it icons. was really cool, um, and uh, so I had a chance to uh, interview um, Bill Goldberg for Muscle and Fitness. Now, did was, he give you a spear or your next? No, but he was. There was a couple fans <laughs> that came in that he threw up. You know, give him a shoulder rack, and it was which makes for great pictures. And uh, you know, it's it, it's crazy because you never know how these people are going to be in real life. You know. And on one hand, you know, because you'll hear fans sometimes go to these expos, right? And they'll be like, oh, my God, I met so-and-so, and they're, like, the nicest person ever. And it's like, well, they're kind of being paid to, to stay <laughs> at a booth and smile. shake hands and be nice. But you can still tell, you know. And there's yeah. look, there's athletes and bodybuilding and fitness, and there's celebrities who have good and bad reputations for, uh, you know, for their, uh, you know, for their behavior and how they carry themselves at places they're being paid to be. And, uh, and, and Goldberg was just phenomenal. You know, even if they're paying him to be there, he can stand there and smile and, and take pictures with people. That's one sure. thing. But his interaction with all the fans was phenomenal. Um, you know, we keep the, the interviews um, relatively vanilla. We understand that the supplement companies, you know, pay a lot of money to have these guys. There's huge lines of fans. And so, um, you know, they're allowing us to come in and do interviews. So we keep the questions quick and we do the interviews. Sometimes, you know, you'll get, they, they, they let a couple of like, they let a local radio station sneak in oh, and, do an and sneak in and do an interview, which was cool for them, you know, cause if you're, if you're some sort of media outlet and you can, you know, dive in. And I remember when I was getting like my first interviews, you know, you really excited and I still get excited about getting a big interview, but you, you have to learn to to know your role i guess and and, and this <laughs> coin a phrase and they were at this local radio station they were just going on and on and on and on and the pr people were like kind of giving like <laughs> yeah, the, the like hook. wrap it up thing you know and it's like so so we kept it simple but he was he was a lot of fun um really nice guy we talked a little bit about bodybuilding you know who his inspirations were he's mm-hmm. at of course you know being a taller guy for was kind of his yep. guy um 
uh, you know, he was, you know, he's been on the cover of muscle and fitness. So he was, you know, he's like, Hey, you guys do great work, but it, it's fun doing interviews with, with people who have mic experience, you know, a yeah, lot of, know uh, how to walk yeah, you know, the thing is like with bodybuilders and I've been interviewing bodybuilders for about seven years now. And, and some of the guys look, they're where they're at because they have elite genetics, they bust their butt and they have some of the best physiques in the world. And some of the guys are great and, you know, on the microphone and stuff. And some of the guys are a little bit introverts, you know, and, and they're nice guys, but they don't like being on camera. They don't like, hey, they're they're bodybuilders, you know, they just have really big muscles and this is what we do. And yeah, and, and they're not necessarily, so sometimes the interviews with these guys, it doesn't mean they're bad guys or anything, but they can be real, real dry. Yeah, trying to and do a lot of what, Yeah, you know, like, teeth. you know, like, well, uh, you know, I'm going to just uh, try to bring my best package and, and my coach have been working on a game plan real hard and oh hey can you win well a lot of respect for the other competitors i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best and see where the cards it's fall like they're and taking like, their notes from an nfl uh post yeah, no, yeah. so yeah. some of the but you know you know we're on to cincinnati we're on to cincinnati, <laughs> with, with cincinnati. dave that would have been we're great on if one Army. guy could, during one of those interviews would be like I'm uh, already looking past the Olympia. I'm on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. I'm, on, I'm on to the Arnie. I'm on to the Arnie. But uh, but he's, you can tell he's a guy that's been on the mic before. You know, just yeah. great on the mic. And obviously a big part of his wrestling success or any wrestler's success is being able to cut good promos and to be good on the mic. And uh, and he was he was he was great. You know, um, I had. Uh, but he's a big car guy too. Yeah, huge, huge car. Guy. Yeah, we oh, didn't. Yeah. We, yeah, we didn't get much into that. Like I said, I would. I look. I would. I would love to be honestly be able to do you know like a podcast or like a like a fifteen or twenty minute interview. But like I said, when we you know when we go there and we do interviews, like we have to be you know very mindful of the fact that you know in, in muscle and fitness is owned by AMI and AMI owns the Olympia and the whole setup. So the supplement companies are you know buying you know their their expo yeah, space and stuff from AMI, and so it's like. Like they're paying us to be there, but we're going there to do media work, which gets them exposure, but is also taking up their time for the fans. And and so it's it's a delicate balance. So we, you know, I kept it short. Like I said, I'm sure I could talk with Bill Goldberg for a really long time about a lot of cool stuff. Dude, but. that's still cool. I mean, Bill Goldberg, he's still he's still very relevant. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. WWE yeah, keeps him yeah, in the yeah, picture. Still, and- uh, yeah, it's funny because I I did you know I did a, a question about you know, hey you're still wrestling and stuff and working out and uh, what he's doing. He said he's a huge fan of the. You know, he's like the, the TRX bands and bands and stuff, yeah, which which I'm I'm very well thing, aware of. It's like about when, the thing is when you travel, uh, you know, and I travel probably 25, 30 times a year. Some really nice hotels have really terrible gyms, and it's just like uh, that's where it's like a jail cell. You never you never know where you, you never know what you're going to get. You know, and like the uh, one uh, hotel chains, the Hyatt's. Hyatt's have like some of their gyms are as good as gyms like you'd see like in you know like, like maybe like, Menasha like, yeah like the Menasha like a high, <laughs> what's a Menasha what's a Menasha <laughs> but some of the gyms are great some of them have like I've been at nice hotels like really nice hotels that have like a dumbbell rack up to like 40s and some cardio equipment and so he says he brings his TRX bands with him everywhere because you can get look if you've got TRX bands and some heavy like rubber exercise bands with handles you can get a lot of stuff done and i know people will joke about like eh, what are you going to do with that look you're not going to do a, a heavy ton. back workout or a heavy leg workout but you can actually get a lot done yeah, so he says he does he it. does quite a bit of that and he's you know he's maintaining size he's big I oh, mean, he's, he's muscularly, you know, he's he's still a really big guy, and he's got to be he's got to be six three. Yeah, he's like six. Yeah, three, six he's four. got giant that pick. You got if um, I posted the picture on my Instagram and on my Facebook. Uh, it's David Bay D A V I D B A Y E seven nine on Instagram, 
and his hands. I didn't even notice until somebody was like, look at his hands, you know, because <laughs> I have my, I have the, the microphone in my hand and then he's got one of his hands hanging down and it's like, it's huge. But, uh, no, he was cool. And then, uh, Mario Lopez, that was... I was, was going to say A.C. Yeah, Slater. A.C. Slater was there. So Mario was at the Celsius booth. Um, they make an energy drink and some um, some amino acid products and stuff. And and he was really cool, too. Um, again, obviously, you know, he's on... Oh, polished you know, as he Yeah, yeah. He does the, the Access Hollywood and, and, you know, all these... He had, like, three shows. I do Access This, Access This, Access That. I'm like, oh, you do a lot of access for Mario Lopez. But uh, it was pays funny. the bills. Yeah, it was cool. He can't but, live uh, on that Save by the Bell money for the rest of his he life. He probably can. The residuals are probably pretty good. But, yeah, so speaking of Save by the Bell, so we met... Like, if I'm just going for a bodybuilder, you know... I, I, I don't approve, uh, you know, a full lineup of questions. If there's anything that's even remotely controversial with bodybuilders and stuff, being in my position, I always ask those questions ahead of time because I think it's a really jerk move for media people yeah, to try to get to try to put people on a spot, try to get a shock answer. And the thing is, you you might even like if if you're somebody who's doing an interview, you might get your answer, but guess what? You're not getting you're not getting another follow up mm-hmm. interview with anybody that's Ever associated again. with them at all. Yeah, and they'll bury and it. And so I I lined up all my PR or my questions with the PR people that were there for Mario and the people at the booth, and they were like, I'd rather not do, you know, Save by the Bell questions. Oh. Now with me, I clearly my Save by the Bell questions <laughs> would have been classy. I had one, yep. I had one, I had the perfect, I had one lined Tell up. Tell us one. Tell us so, one. So, okay, so it's like, I know, right? Um, of course, like, hey, I'm going to get through Romero Lopez. Got to do a Save by the Bell question. But I knew it's like, it's got to be the right question. So we're in, we're in Vegas, right? The Raiders are moving to Vegas. In Save by the Bell, Mario was a Raiders fan. In one of the episodes, Jesse got mad at him because he had Raiders tickets and wasn't going to go to the ballet with her. That's right. Mm-hmm. So they shut down the Max. Right, oh, yeah, and Zach and AC are there. AC's got the Raiders tickets, throws them up, tears off the jerseys and in his starts. tutu, and does his ballet thing. So I was going to ask, you know, hey, do you, you know, the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas. You know, everybody's excited. Do you ever look back and regret having torn up your Raiders tickets to take <laughs> Jesse to the ballet? And it was funny because they were, I, I had it lined up, and the PR people were like, yeah, no, just no safe by the bell. Oh, you know, uh, and so when we started. No um, Do you think Jesse was going to be that much of a slut like she was? She, you see what happens? All right. Oh, you mean after? Yeah. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I thought you were talking about like Saved by the Bell because I've watched every episode well, yeah. and I don't recall any sort well, of behavior I mean, that was morally questionable in Saved by the Bell other than her addiction to caffeine pills, yep. which I'm so excited she was, well, because then she was in she Showgirls. Was, so that's where I was going. Andrew, that's where Andrew, I thought you were going. Saved by the Bell. That's where I thought you were going too with the Las Vegas thing. You were going to ask him about yeah, well, Jesse then being you a thought I was. You thought I was going to. I have an interview with Mario Lopez for Muscle and fitness and you thought that i was going to take that thing just completely sideways yeah, and ask him I thought about you would go off whether he came to see jesse spano as a vegas show on camera for muscle and fitness no uh that was not that no, that was not the question. I'll edit that out. But uh, no, hey, Andrew, no, you no. see what happens to guys who wear jerseys? They tear up their tickets for ballet. Yeah. Reason number thirty-seven to not wear a football jersey. <laughs> I've <laughs> never torn up my tickets to go to the ballet. Oh, 
You will. I like mm-hmm. I like football no. jerseys, but uh, I did slip in. Uh, I did slip in a Save by the Bell reference. I just I just I slipped it in there, smooth as silk. You'll be able to see the interview up on Muscle and Fitness. But all I said was, and I went over my question. Are you later. sure you want to give it away here? You want yeah, to do a teaser? No, no, okay. teaser. So so I just said. So we were. You know, one of the questions was just about. You know his routine. You know as far as working out and stuff like that. And you know, and I, I like I said, I don't mean the further questions to be too vanilla or too cliche. But at the same time, you know, we got to we got to keep him professional and keep it pertinent to the the keep it moving. Olympia weekend. Yep. You know, if we had interviewed him at a, at a movie preview, I went to be like, hey, "What's your workout look like, bro?" You know. <laughs> but I I said uh, you know had led in and said you know for you know. Since your since your days at Bayside, you know you've been known for having an incredible physique, and, and, and you've been able to maintain it. You know, I was all the way back since your days at Bayside High. You know, been known, blah blah blah. And you know, he just you know went over his routine and some of the things he likes to do. Obviously, he's not he's in great shape, but he's not a massive guy. Um, and I, and you know, he's I'll t- another talker. <laughs> yeah, he was he was really cool to do an interview with. We got to talk a little bit off the mic. It wasn't much because he was on a pretty tight schedule, and mm. there was a huge line oh, there to I meet him. It. So, and that, that's another thing at Expos, man. I tell you what, it's like you'll get the the fans. It's a little bit different, um, but some fans like there'll be a line like three hours long, and people want to like tell their life story. Yeah. And the athletes understand because, you know, and sometimes it's, it is personal because sometimes some of these bodybuilders and fitness celebrities and stuff like that really inspire people. And, 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 and there's situations where it helps pe- change people's oh, lives and they absolutely. come up and they want to mm-hmm. tell that. But you'll get guys who will come up like I've seen people come up like top pros, guys like Jay Cutler and like Ronnie Coleman. And, you know, those guys are with supplement companies. So if you can ask them supplement questions. By default, they have to, you know, they have to tell you. So when you I see like, like what I am sponsored by. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So when you see like a 25-year-old kid be like, Jake, so bro, like, you know, um, I, just, I just really need to know, you know, what you think the best protein I should be taking is. And it's like. He like turns sh- around and like points. Shit, man. <laughs> what, right here. what kind of answer did you want? You know? String cheese. You no, know, and the guys give String great cheese. advice. They'll be like, well, you know, supplements are supplements. You know, make sure your food diet, you know, but. It's like, I'm sure the kid was waiting, not not like it was a specific example, but it's probably the same thing. These kids are waiting in line like, oh, shit, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Like Ralphie meeting Santa Claus. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? What am I going to say? Bro, what protein should I take? <laughs> but uh, no. That sounds like so, that would be my first but interview then, no, But then the expo. one I have, like, all these questions. <laughs> but I've seen guys go, like, you know, like I said, if you're an expo and there's a forward line, hey, it's nice to meet you. You know, you're a big inspiration, yada, yada. Do you mind if we get a picture? You know, loved you in your second DVD, you know. <laughs> But people be Netflix you know special. You, you'll see you'll see crazy stuff like so the outer head of my tricep uh, isn't developing quite the same as uh, the the rear head and I was wondering if you thought you know if I turn my palms out a little bit when I'm doing skull crushers whether that would help accentuate that and that if I should switch uh, from chicken to turkey you know and I'll be like dude come on man you know and you'll see some, these and, things really do yeah, happen oh yeah yeah people, I thought the bodybuilder was yeah. also a doctor no people. <laughs> Oh, don't even get me started on that. (laughs) Holy shit. Dude, the number of times I've had people come up and just ask me, like, questions that are clearly for a doctor. You know, like, ah, so, you know, I was running, and, uh, you know, the front outer part of my knee has been hurting me really bad. You know, what do you think? Oh, I think uh, that I don't know 
why you're coming to me asking me this question and not your physician, you're a doctor or somebody else is a runner. I know people ask me and I get it. Like you got the wrong doctor. Like assume that I'm like fucking hurt all the time. Oh, well, when I tore this in my shoulder. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's yeah, but yeah, no, but, uh, Anyway, it, yeah. Uh, anyhow, Mario. So start wearing it. Mario was uh, Mario was he was really cool and, and a fun guy to interview. And uh, Shaq was there uh, hanging out. That he's, cheap bastard. I heard he's not that tall. I heard he's cheap. He's huge. Oh, it was, fu- <laughs> it was so it was hilarious. We didn't get the picture. There was a security guard backstage that was like seven two. <laughs> and I'm like, we gotta get this dude with Shaq for a picture. I didn't didn't happen. Oh, I was man. running around all crazy. Shaq was there. Tito Ortiz was there. Um, Tito's a really cool guy. There's a company, uh, Monethos Pro Consulting, that does. Um, Hmm. some work with uh with athletes and stuff like that and their contracts a really great company and they had tito in he's super cool so i'm gonna kind of segue this it's kind of on the last podcast a little bit here uh was the rock there the rock was not there this year no so real quick i know this is going to totally sideways us on this conversation i'm an expert at going sideways perfect so let me lay this out for you mr mason quinn over here is way far that way while andrew and i are way the opposite way apparently to mason quinn and i want your opinion on this the rock star is fading what's your thoughts (laughs) we've silenced the unsilenceable no well i guess i guess what you would look at is well what how are you measuring that okay quinn and that's where we got tripped up and that's where we got tripped up because if we were measuring on money celebrity status by box office sales and highest revenue for any actor in the year it would make it very clear, and that's what I was that saying. He is on top of the so, world, Quinn. Quinn, Quinn why don't you qualify? I turn the mic over to you. <laughs> and what I will clarify it as is his last couple of movies. While they do tremendous, now bear in mind a lot of that money comes from overseas. When they show them in China, they friggin' blow up and they make mountains of money over there. But what I wanted to get at was that his last couple of movies really weren't all that great, whether it's Baywatch, Hercules, Skyscraper, Central Intelligence was awesome, Jumanji was awesome, and Hobbs and Shaw was very good. But my point to these guys was, in Hobbs and Shaw, for example, they had to bring in Kevin Hart, Ryan Reynolds, and Jason Statham. No one knew about Nobody Ryan knew or about, Kevin. Yeah, it's not like I, we went to Hobbs so and you Shaw really count this. to I knew see about Kevin that. Hart and I Ryan knew, Reynolds. It was all over the internet the day before it came out that those guys had cameos. It was all over. I think, well, you know, so that's the reason why you went. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they had Jason Statham. What are you talking about? No, I, I, you know, the thing is, is that his, his movies are all, they're always going to be over the, well, I shouldn't say always because some actors make transitions, but they're always going to be, you know, over-the-top action movies or your traditional yeah. big guy in a comedy movie. And I'm fine with and that. None, like that. Neither of those... He's the new Arnie. Neither of those... Absolutely. And neither of those uh, genres are ever going to produce, you know, these giant... I mean, I shouldn't say that because the movies are huge. They're huge. But they're never going to produce, like, an Oscar-quality movie just because they're not the nature. Now, I saw the new Hobbs and Shaw movie, and from an entertainment standpoint, I thought it was fantastic. I love the Fast and Fury, Furious, uh, the entire franchise. As we all do. Minus Tokyo Drift was a little whoa, weird. Whoa, 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 wh
okay. Get we're going to circle back. Okay, hey, I got to keep this on track, otherwise we're going to be but, lost uh, here. We'll no, circle we back to Tokyo I mean, Drift. But, but, uh, but no, but uh, the thing is, it's like the, the, all those movies are over-the-top action. Mm-hmm. When I was watching Hobbs and Shaw, there were certain scenes where I was like, all right, uh, that's... Cool to watch, Wait, but a little you, much. You didn't agree with the, the him holding a helicopter. The, the while helicopter the truck was in chain. Was for a split second. <laughs> it was for a split second. Uh, you know, but it wasn't get, like Captain America. You get America the last one, and, and Tyrese Gibson's got the Lambo on the ice, and I get mm-hmm. their all-wheel drive. Maybe they had some special tires. You know, but there's Goodrich. <laughs> they there's were uh, scenes, and from the very first, the Michelin's that went 308. They were staggered, special, and matched perfect. Look, you could hold the corner. Yeah. Okay. From Vin Diesel's wheelie. In the Charger in the first one, which visually was cool. If you know about cars and wheelies, which I don't know that much about, but I have people who do know about cars and wheelies tell me that that was horse crap. Uh, <laughs> you know that's that's been their thing. But you know if you but if you take if you look at The Rock where he sits as far as his his uh, his type of movies, and we go back like you watch like Predator and, and Commando now and Rambo, all those movies like big action star movies, Van Damme movies. Just, they're terrible. Oh, I mean, whoa, whoa, they're, day, no, day. no, listen. Let me. I mean, oh, don't, oh, no, 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 not, not, not like. No, no, no. I hate out of the recliner. No, they're okay. No, no, no. Don't John get me wrong. Bob. I shouldn't have said that. I love those movies. Put down the I chair. Love, <laughs> I love those movies. Hey, hey, but hey, they're still on rent from. There's WGNR. so much about them where you watch them and you're like, oh, like you go back and watch Predator. You're like, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, when I say terrible, I'm like from plot, from how realistic they are. And I guess you know. So when you look at the action and like Hobbs and Shaw and he grabs the chain and he's holding a helicopter from flying away which is badass you know it's no different than people just fired off 17,000 rounds at Rambo and he took one to the outer (laughs) oblique where it wasn't threatening and in the process he killed 300 people it's like all right with a knife <laughs> and so there's and so the, the i guess that's my moment where i'm sitting back and i'm going all right let's just take it easy here Apparently that has there. been every action movie it you know been. going back you have your all right movie so as far as i'm gonna circle back around as far as the rocks movies fading no those are the types of movies he is in i don't know that we're gonna see some deep substance movie from the rock that's not the type of person he is but again if we're measuring success um, he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. His movies are grossing a ton of money. And some of the movies, you're right. So some Hobbs of them and were Shaw, trash. Hobbs yeah. and just, Shaw. No, I was going to say that. I was going to say Hercules. Hobbs and Shaw. I guess the box office here in the U.S. wasn't the best. But overseas, it, it blew up huge. Yep. Um, and what I mean by but, trash is Hercules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Doom. Skyscraper. We, we went through Doom. the whole thing. We went through game the whole thing. Oh, come on. Game, Doom game plan. Yeah. Doom was I a classic. I actually like that one. You never saw Gridiron Gang. Gridiron that's Gang where you, was good. That's where you I see some acting it. chops by The Rock. But the thing cries. is, the thing is with the, my thing with The tear. Rock is this, is that I almost like, and he's, I almost don't care what he does for movies anymore because he's such a cool guy and he's doing so much good with his celebrity mm-hmm. that it's like, it's, it's really... You know, and I had this discussion the other day. I don't want, we don't we keep things light here, but it was like, it's another bullying discussion, right? And, uh, and it, like, he's like the best example. Cause if we look at who's bullies, who are, you know, eh, what do people get bullied for? Uh, you know, the, the rich kids, the, the muscled up guys, the popular people bullying. Like, if the, one of the, like most popular, successful, richest, super jacked up dudes that if somebody had a reason to be egotistical or whatever and push other people around, could he's like, he's all of that, but he's still like the coolest dude in the world. Yeah, very humble. And, 
and you know seven bucks productions and and so you hear so much like about these celebrities being jerks and this and this and here we have the the biggest celebrity in the world who's also just a giant sexy handsome guy like was that too much no it said so on the magazine he won but no but yeah he was yeah the world's sexiest (laughs) person but no and he's just it it was 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 the most beautiful or sexy i think it's the same sexiest man alive alive. notice how i didn't know the name of that you guys it's only because i came in second but he (laughs) i was a distant last place (laughs) yeah but anyhow i'm just i'm just such a uh a big fan of his all the way around that uh, I mean, like I said, to, to me, what what he's done with his celebrity and turned it into something that's like that has substance and value to people. And it's just like example after example after example of him just being a good human being. You know, he could release, you know, 10 uh, dooms, you know, like ten, he could reduce 10 Hercules in a row. <laughs> I would still go to the movies. I would still love the guy. And so, uh, yeah, um, but I vehemently disagree with you. Well, see, and you, you, uh, but, all the points you made are very similar to the ones I made. A bit more eloquently spoken, maybe, but uh, <laughs> it's like he's done this before. <laughs> but yeah, my point was just that a couple with a couple of the movies being stinkers. Were they making money because of the movie, or were they making money because it was The Rock? And I you think, want it's, to see I think the it's Rock, always a matter you know? of the both. You know, yeah. I mean, so it's just you know, hey, who, who's in it? Which is why you have celebrities is because people mm-hmm. are trying to sell movies based on who's in it as much as they are the yeah. content. So I uh, just had, Oh, sorry. Go no, I was just going to roll into my, uh, my weekly movie review. Okay. And before we get to that, I just had one quick question about the Olympia that I was going to ask you before uh, Dave took us. Oh, down I thought, the, the right track. I thought, Oh yeah, this is what happens when you're prepared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, should, you made the meeting. The only question I had about the Olympia was, um, in, in a previous it. job I had before I'd go to like a couple of uh, big expos, and things and people would always leave like a ton of shit behind like the ones i would go to would be like for food and like cvs walgreens that yeah, type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. so people leave behind like five hour energy drinks vitamins towels razors sunglasses leave all the shit behind did people leave behind like a lot of supplements at uh, the olympics uh, they, didn't they back do sometimes um you know for a lot of the companies it can be more cost efficient just to get rid of the stuff that they have yeah but it really depends so it depends on um like like volume like size you know and you know what the cost is for you know the product like if you have something that takes up a ton of space but isn't expensive then sometimes it's easier like a big jug of whey protein yeah i mean but it's yeah it just it just depends i mean every every company's different um a lot of companies what they'll do is you know halfway through day two they'll start running real deep sales and stuff like that so they're still selling it there yeah and the thing is you know at, at a lot of the expos you you get people that travel from all over the world but you get a heavy uh, population of local people, too. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of people from Las Vegas. Like myself, I would never go to an expo and buy a five-pound tub of protein because it's going <laughs> to take, <laughs> take up a ton of space in my bag. It's going to be an extra five pounds in my check bag. And so right, you know, like there, was, there was a company, God, at, uh, at the Arnold, they were like, I want to say it was 30 pound bags. They were huge. Like freaking dog food bags. Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> yeah, it was like a dog food size bag of protein. And you know, the first thing I thought is like, 
God, like who the hell would do that? And then you think like, man, if I was like a 20 year old kid from Columbus oh, dude, local, I'd be that local knew if up. I could drive there. Yeah. So there's uh there it's, yeah, like I said, it's, it's hit or miss. A lot of times, like I said, what they'll do is they'll run deep sales and, and people know that. So sometimes the people looking to get supplements will, will wait until, you know, day two. But the, the, the flip side of that is like, if you want to get your hands on product and you wait, sometimes it runs out. Cause yeah, they'll, cause run, they'll, they'll usually run good sales for the expos to begin with. And, you know, so if you're like, like I know people, oh, we're going to wait until the very end of the last day. And it's like, wow, sometimes it's gone if yeah. you do that. And then, then you miss out on, you know, hey, you could have had 40% off, but you were waiting for 50% and off. now it's and gone. Now you get 0% off. <laughs> jokes, <laughs> jokes on you. Well, Quinn and I went to Snowbill Expo, and that's how we got snow pants. We haggled the guy because we knew they didn't want to have to pack all that shit back up on the yeah, truck. Yeah. And Come on, like, guy. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, but I can't, I can't, I can sell it to you better than this guy on eBay, but uh, I'm sure his shipping is more. I'm like, no, free shipping. Oh, Maybe, shit. Did you ever, <laughs> and he's like, I hate smartphones. <laughs> did you ever think that he haggled you? No. Did you ever think that these people at the expos do this all the time and people come up to them all <laughs> nope, the time? Nope, like, I don't think Oh, so. I don't know if I, I can, can do I don't know if I could go that Oh, <laughs> you're really, really bending my arm here. <laughs> you're really putting me what's, what's, the, the, what's the shipping? Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Okay, yeah, take five. Compete. Well, see, I was thinking for next year, if we go to the Arnold or Olympia, I'm especially thinking the Olympia, if we take the Raptors out to the desert, we got the nice big box in the back. Yeah, we could yeah. load those things up with supplements, come on back, and that's we're sitting. Pretty. You know what's funny? When Dave said he was coming aboard, I've never seen anyone get a truck as fast as he did. I know. He just he had it the next day. It's like <laughs> I had to call Ford. A, I had to call Ford you, three times. He was a Raptor. Wait, wait <laughs> delivered it. What? He, and the got, color. Yo, he got, got, got the, trucks. Uh, he got the metallic color. You guys, wait, you even guys got yet. trucks. What? What the hell is going on? <laughs> You're gonna have to let me know when that. Gets wait, delivered. wait. I gotta ask you this too. Are you getting paid? Are you getting paid for this? No. Are you? So I'm not. No, no. For this podcast, Is somebody. I uh, am I not okay? This. Is well, awkward. I think you can disclose that. I mean, I mean, we'll talk to legal no, later. Just, yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyhow, uh, did no. you talk to the lawyer? I read Nussbaum, our lawyer. I read it. No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, okay, haven't had a chance to meet with legal yet. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll be all right. Sorry. It's coming after this. Okay, yeah, gentlemen. Actually, in HR, we'll get you caught up too on everything as well. Right. Let's steer us around right back to the topic we're going to go into, and that is. Now, see, we got to do something here because we got this a podcast. This is Dave's segment now. We've got now. two days. Yeah, so, oh, we've got so, two yeah, I'm Diamond Dave, Dave and he's yeah. got like 82 uh, names. Yeah, I'll just okay, say yeah. Double, yeah. double D and, uh, and the Oak. And yeah, the, we got double yeah, D, sure. DB. <laughs> Can't take the Oak. <laughs> so, yeah, so I wanted to do, when I jump in, this is my first one, so I wanted to do um, Make a splash. A movie review, right? Because I, I, that's a big thing. Like, I don't go out drinking because I'm getting old, and I don't. but I go to a ton of movies, and I'm like, oh, I'll do movie reviews. And last week, uh, so my weekly movie review... Uh, I went to the sponsored art by. of racing. Yeah, I could do sponsored by my uh, watch company, S Force or Muscle Sport, the supplement company. By both, maybe all of the above. No you name, no name um, dropping. But uh, I went and saw the art of racing in the rain. Now, I a friend of mine recommended very heavily. Um, I knew it had to do with a dog, but it didn't give you the idea of how the dog was in the movie. It showed a guy in a, you know, um, I forget the actor's name. I'm terrible. He was on This Is Us. He played Rocky's son in Rocky. Um, Rocky Sage Bubble. Stallone? It's, no, it's Emilio uh, or Sage Sage Stallone. <laughs> Frank? Yeah. Frank Stallone? He's, uh, He's dead. But, uh, Son of a bitch. 
So it was him and uh, it was him and and the dog like on the on the preview posters, you know. And so I knew it was like a dog movie, right? And I I, I avoid dog movies. <laughs> I've never. I'm a dog lover. I've got four. Uh, I do work at the Humane Association. Milo. Um, yeah, uh, Emilio. I can't. Pr- I can't it's Milo. I Milo. can't pronounce his oh, last okay. name. Well, Milo. Yeah, that narrows it up. But um, you guys know what I'm talking about. But uh, I have never seen Marley and Me. I didn't see uh, a don't. dog's life. I didn't like. I, I purposely old don't yeller. Lose. You didn't see right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I uh, old yeller. Yeah, we'll get that. <laughs> just don't. You know what? I'm trying to talk. Why are you trying to traumatize me with bringing up old <laughs> yeah, yeller? Don't memories. get him in tears. No, but like, so I don't go see dog movies because like I don't want to go to the movies and know that I'm gonna like be a wreck, you know? And I didn't know exactly what the art of racing in the rain was about. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie, um, told through, uh, from the dog's perspective about his owner and what he goes through, you know, from the dog's early life, uh, to, you know, no spoilers, but it's kind of insinuated like in the, in the, the, the synopsis and stuff. If you read it through the ends of the dog's life, and uh, it's narrated. The dog's voice is Kevin Costner, which at first doesn't like jump out at you. You try to figure it out, and then it doesn't. Uh, did he it hides it? Yeah, he did a did a phenomenal job with it. You know, because it's like it's narrated as from seen from the older dog's eyes going back. So the Kevin Costner mm, voice okay. is kind of his older dog. Like you know, when you watch Homeward Bound, and the mm. old Golden Retriever was an old guy. Another like, oh my god. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Sally Field was Michael the cat. Michael J. Fox was the <laughs> Michael J. Fox was the uh, the American Bulldog, the young one. But it, I tell you what. So as far as uh, as far as a quality movie, The Art of Racing in the Rain is absolutely fantastic. So um, The Art of Racing in the Rain is essentially a metaphor for life. Uh, the rain is your difficulties in life, your obstacles, your adversities that you run into, and uh, racing is essentially how you handle them. And so they make a lot of re- references about you know if. If you can just learn to race in the rain and in control your car and anticipate, you know the you know what's going to happen or the, the difficulties that you're going to have as far as racing because of the rain, um, you know then you can get through it. But if you're always you know skittish and and, and, and trying to be reactive and whatever, you know then you're going to have problems and you're going to crash. And so it was a, a very metaphorical thing. Um, it was uh, it was a very emotional movie. It talked. To, they also touched a lot on the theme of you know, uh, chasing after your dreams versus giving up your dreams to live kind of what we all consider like normal lives. You know, do you, mm-hmm. do you, do you, you, do you, do you back away from the things that you're really passionate about to, to kind of do the things that you're quote unquote supposed to do in life? And, and where do you find the balance between yep. those things? Um, so it was, uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was a phenomenal movie and, and I don't know how well it did in the theaters and I'm wondering you know sometimes these movies like with dogs and stuff it's like like I said I purposely avoid going to yeah it's like why do I want to go to be depressed you know and at the end of this movie it just validated I'm glad I went which makes kind of makes me think eh maybe I should go to these other ones (laughs) yeah but at the end of the movie I'm not gonna lie I was a complete train wreck in the theater there's only like two other people. I'm like full blown man. I have a, like I have a, a lab that's almost 13, and so for me, maybe uh, you know, yep. it, it hit a foreshadower because it's yeah, exactly the foreshadowing. Definitely do not watch Marley and Me. That oh god, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, because it's just a saying retriever. It's a lab, isn't it? It's yeah, a whole lab. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I watched it, and I thought the problem with Marley and Me was that I, it wasn't a very good movie. I didn't think because. I didn't give a shit about any of the characters in it because I thought the development was terrible. Just like how I thought they did the, the Friday Night Lights movie, 
I was like, I don't care did about any of these guys. From Marley and me to <laughs> Friday Night Lights. He just I wanted to bitch about. So I saw this dog just, movie, and by the way, little, that I'm movie just, about high school uh, football sucked. Was uh, it nearly was, as good as the program? That was not my experience. I will not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the the, the, <laughs> I'm the worst. The worst. He admits talk about going sideways. <laughs> but no, it was a, it was a great movie. So it's it's one of those things where again you have a hard time watching it because of because uh, you know what the outcome is going to be. But the movie itself, and again, so but I know what you're saying though. Like sometimes people, I think, oh, we'll have a dog movie, and people who love dogs will come see it because it's got a dog in it, <laughs> and then we'll have a sad ending like you're supposed to have in a dog movie or like a superhero ending, and uh, people love it because it's a dog movie. But this, I mean, the movie had a, a ton of substance to it too. Okay. Great acting. Nice. Um, again, the narration by Kevin Costner was phenomenal. This has to be like one of the first times he's really did like a voiceover because I don't remember him really I, I, doing a lot of voiceovers. I think maybe that's why. I think maybe too. that's why it caught you off guard is because you know there's certain actors where you you know you, right away you catch onto their voice. And if you were to listen, if I were to tell you, hey, it's Kevin Costner, and then you watch it, it would click like right away, like oh yeah, that's yeah. Kevin Costner. But it, it didn't right away. But it was a phenomenal movie. Um, see it or don't, depending on how you are with dogs. You know, I mean, some some. Some dog movies, you know, I, I don't, I can't, you know, I can't tell you the last time I watched Old Yeller, but I probably could never watch it again. <laughs> Old Yeller, I tell you what, let me look, and this might not be an unpopular opinion, and I'm not saying my parents or my neighbor uh, Wesley Pullman's parents did a bad job either letting us watch this when they babysit us, uh, great people. Oh, like, Old Yeller's a fucked up movie to let kids watch. <laughs> it is. It think truly about, think is. about how, like, like you look back now, and I remember is. crying every time I watched it, okay? But as little every kid. Every time? You watched it more than once? Yeah. Like, I would, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> West, they West, put it on every time we went over to get West babysat. Pullman's mom, they lived, like, three houses over, and I went over there, and I think the mom always put Old Yeller in because, like, this you know calm these assholes now, now down. Maybe sense. she didn't know. She put she no. She put old yellow in because if you. Oh my god, she did. Think about she it. She wanted to Think drink her it. wine in silence while you guys were Think sitting there watching. It. And exactly. Crying. Think about if you put on some kid Disney movie and <laughs> ah, da, 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 yeah, kids are all running hyper, around all yeah. crazy. You put an old yellow. The kids just sit there and quiet. And when the movie's done, they sit there and cry and don't want to talk. It's actually brilliant. It's brilliant. But think about the end of Old Yeller, because the kid was what twelve in the movie, yeah, thirteen, yeah. and his teeth and he, had had to shoot his, he had to shoot his fucking dog in the spoiler face. Spoiler alert! Spoiler! <laughs> spoiler alert! Old Yeller, he had to shoot his dog in the face. Like That's I got nieces tough. and nephews now that are young. I would never let them watch Old Yeller. Like, like I don't blame you. Tra- like I would be traumatized having to watch that. Like okay, uh, Arliss is the little kid. What's the even if it's an animated dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, okay, the dog got rabies protecting his family, so awesome job on the dog. Yep. And I get the whole, it's your dog, you know what, you have to you have to put it down. And at that time, there was no euthanizing, so you were doing yep. what was the Here's right, your 22 the right and- thing for the dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, shit, how traumatizing is that? I mean, because people, you don't, like, I mean, it's, I get the movies, like, old school, like, that's how you put a dog down. For that and my, time. And, and yeah. mind you, and this is going to be controversial because I work at a shelter, and so, but this is my honest opinion, okay? I don't think anybody should ever shoot a dog because the dog is not of use to you. So people are like, oh, it's not a good hunting dog. I'll shoot it. Or, oh, the dog's not well behaved. I'll shoot it. But if the dog is at the end of its life, okay, at the end of its life, and you're at that same point where you are going to either euthanize the dog or whatever. Again, by no means am I saying that if, if a dog is poorly behaved or whatever, should anybody shoot their dog? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, um, but I'm saying at end of life type situation, you're going to put it down. 
you know, uh, and and I and I know old school people like this. You know, uh, a friend of mine's uncle dog got real old. I mean, real old. It was bad. Hips were bad and stuff like that. And he's like, I'm not going to take it into a vet's office. And now they'll do at-home vet visits, so it's a little bit different. But even having strange people in the house can cause anxiety for, oh, sure. for some dogs. So he was like, I wasn't going to take the dogs to the vet office and have it lay on a metal table while they put needles in its arms and, and put it down. Even if I'm there petting it and stuff like that, he wasn't going to do that. And he's like, I, I, you know, at the time they weren't really doing in-home vet you know, euthanization. So he, he went old school, man. He, he had a woods where the dog always went out hunting with him. Went out like fuck. I'm gonna start crying talking the story. But um, went out went out with his dog in the middle of the woods where the dog had the best times of his yeah, life. The dog sat it. down. The dog was looking off. I mean, it's like storybook shit, you know. Dogs looking off into the sunset and no pain, no anxiety, no nothing. One yep. so Just um, yep. yeah. So I mean, like the old yeller, like shooting the dog. I know that sounds really bad. And as somebody who works with the Humane Association, like I said, I wanted to be very mindful of how I said you know, right. shooting your dog. But like, you know, you look at old Yeller, but, but anyhow, uh, a good buddy, anyhow, mine, a I'm good buddy get, of mine just had to do that too with his dog. Yeah. And but that's it's, what it's, he did too. Cause he exactly, knew that would be, like, I, I would, I would rather it. like, I don't know if I could do it. So that's the thing. I physically, I like, I don't know if I could do it. I could, um, but as far as like, and, and, and honestly, I've thought about it because it's like some dogs, like we had to have, uh, our boxer in and he's, terrible at the vet he hates the vet he's had bad experiences at the mm-hmm. vet and stuff like that and it's like i can't imagine like you know and he doesn't like strangers in the house either he you know works, he's real protective yeah. of his mom so he, he is, well, my girlfriend talks mom well, it's not really his mom because you know dogs people species <laughs> don't um, mom. dave has a surprise like, announcement for yeah. his girlfriend here on the podcast <laughs> but i don't you know you know what i'm saying there's like yeah. no way to there's no way to do it right but uh anyhow so the packers won we're gonna stop talking <laughs> yeah. about like yeah god that's that's you want to talk about this is what you guys fucked up having me on your show i will take anything no and i will hey, go just, sideways with that shit you know, speaking of fur so we were we were on the to- to- topic fur, right? Fur, Speaking of yeah. fur, fur. Andrew, you have a comment I on that's this? a pretty, that's a pretty <laughs> loose. Son of a bitch. That's a pretty loose connection. Bigfoot. Oh my god! And in local news, yeah. yeah. So that's one thing. Tell us the story. And fuck. We'll All right. So yeah. So we'll talk about some local news stuff, shit that's going on, and in uh, whatever. And another fucking Bigfoot story <laughs> last week. And you know, and the first thing off, is, wait before you go into the story. Out of all of us here, do we believe in this myth of Bigfoot? Should we start left to work to the right here? Sure. Okay, Dave. I Diamond don't Dave? believe there is a Bigfoot. But if there is, I really want to see it. That's vague. Okay. I don't believe me, there is Bigfoot. Me, I was like, no, I don't believe there is because, you know, everybody and their sister has trail cams in the woods. So I think we had been able to see a nice high-res 4K picture of a Bigfoot <laughs> by now. I mean, Jesus Christ, the same people that believe there's ghosts are real. There's another freaking can of worms I want to open up. Hey, you don't want your house well, we haunted? We don't have time Invest for that Invest in cameras. I don't hear of any haunted banks around here. Uh, I do not believe in Bigfoot. However, with a a caveat, caveat, I will say that I also didn't see a buck deer for about 10 years when I was out hunting. (laughs) So I'm just going to say you can't judge everything by what you see. Have you you ever seen a wolverine? Have you ever seen a badger in the woods? I sure as hell haven't. That's a terrible explanation because there are multiple (laughs) photos. They have badgers and wolverines in in the zoos, dickface. I'm just saying. I told you I don't believe in it. Yeah, look. All right. right, Here we go. 
look, there's not a thing as either. Just, look, just jamming. Th- look, there's. Do you? Okay, let me ask you a question, Quinn. Okay. <laughs> do you believe in fluorescent pink elephants? No. Thank you. Why? Well, can, can we paint them? Because look, here's the here's because elephants don't come look, in fluorescent the pink. With, here's the thing with Bigfoot. Okay. God. Is this a real? Uh, well, fucking, I love how you said a real conversation. conversation that we're having. Here's the thing with Bigfoot. Then we'll get it's a to multi-million the dollar you know, we'll industry, get, Dave. You know what? We'll I do mean, this. Oak. We'll talk about the news story because it's all going to tie, tie in together. So mm-hmm. some guys in fuck, I don't know where, whether North Florida? Carolina, North where, Carolina, or South Carolina, one of yeah, the Carolinas. I think it was one of the Carolinas. You know, maybe on the 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 west side of the states towards the mountain ranges. They had, of course, what was another terribly shitty short clip of something moving that appeared to be tall and furry, and. <laughs> Uh, the, the video footage, uh, ironically, sure it wasn't just Quinn. <laughs> it could have been. Ironically, Didn't none have big of enough the video biceps. footage ever taken of a Bigfoot has been clear footage, regardless of the, uh, the just the availability and the abundance of high quality uh, photographic instruments, <laughs> photography and, instruments, and satellites. Look, here's the thing, and, and Andrew, you hit it on the head. Look, there's a million trail cams everywhere. Uh, there's drones. There's everything. <laughs> Think of the drones. You know, I mean, you, of could, course. you could take a drone and you could fly it out because some people have, uh, and I've heard this argument, which people, I guess, you could call it legitimate. Well, Bigfoots live and prefer to dwell in areas that are harder to access for humans. So, in the places that a human would set up a trail cam, that's not where Bigfoot lives. So, <laughs> screw you. Uh, to which people are like, okay, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll set up drones, which, of course, you could make the argument they have super hearing and they can hear the drones, and when they Mm -hmm. do, they hide. But we all know the modern drones are basically, some of them are really, really quiet, and if you had it 400 feet in the air, however high somebody's flying it, Bigfoot wouldn't hear it. The bottom line is there is no Bigfoot, okay? End of discussion. Look, you can can make an an argument with me that there's still a megalodon or a Loch Ness monster, even though you haven't seen one, just because of the logistics of getting evidence that there is one. Bigfoot... No, but the thing is, like, so these these idiots like do this, and I'm sure they just wanted to get news out there. But it's like, it was just shitty. It was a shitty another video, like the, like my Motorola Razor One that I had in like 2003. Fantastic you know? phone, by the way. It was. I still that have was, it. No, the Motorola Razor was like just flipping that thing open. Yeah, oh, like, but if you, it was I was a panty uh, dropper. Yeah, but it, the battery popped off easy if you a panty dropper. Like you flipped open your <laughs> Razor. Oh. I gotta have Ooh. some of that. I won't yeah. be. Ne- I guess I won't be uh, needing these. <laughs> I won't be needing these anymore. Here you go. They're but all no, wet anyway. You never have a guy look. Look, you can go all over the internet, and there's all sorts of examples of photography of every animal, including wolverines and badgers and uh, buck deer <laughs> and buck deer. Comparing rodents to like a quality, seven foot very high creature. quality video, but yet there has never been one single no. quality video. There was a. Oh, have fuck. you watched any of the Les Stroud Bigfoot episodes? Because that's kind of where I started to lose no. a lot of respect for Les Stroud, who is Survivor Man. Yeah, somebody paid yeah, him. He did look, look, Bigfoot. man. Les Survivor Man was done, and Survivor Man was done. Les didn't have any more money rolling in from that. Somebody said, "Hey, look, dude. Here's here's, here's the, deal. the deal. You got some street cred from Survivor Man." We want you to do a Bigfoot series. I didn't see it. I did see a Bigfoot series on Netflix with this. 
God, can I? Is it bad if I make fun of gingers? I can't do that. Nope. Go no, ahead. So anyhow, no, because no, he doesn't have a soul. I don't but even, this this hippie. Oh, there is this cute hippie, as other cute. This hippie, ginger, red haired dude with a ponytail, and and I don't know why Netflix or Amazon. I don't know which one it was on, but it was the worst thing ever. Like he's out in the woods, and everything. Anytime something moved, that, there's a herd of Bigfoot over there. And, uh, oh, and he'd hear hurt. like a crunch in the woods, and he'd be like, "That's the that's the male, and the the, the, the children are behind him, you know." And then he put chipmunk. like, and then he would put like fucking apples out, right? The apples are what apples. they did on Survivor. Man, he put too. apples out, and here was his example. He's like, "Well, if it was a smaller animal that that took it, there would be apple on the ground." Now Bigfoot took it off with its hand and ate it in one bite. I'm like, have. Okay, wow. squirrels and rabbits eat everything down to the last fucking thing. A deer would fucking might reach up and bite it, and half of it would fall down. It would sit there and lick the ground and get grass and dirt and everything else to <laughs> get the apple. Gone. So the fact that the apple is completely gone and there's not like... Like no, that's a terrible example. But they put the apple up high, Dave. Yeah, they put the apple up high where uh, uh, oh, any squirrel or raccoon... Or here's an idea. I didn't know raccoons had hands. Here's an idea. A bird. A bird lands on the branch and pecks at the apple and gets a decent meal until it falls off, at which point an animal that can't fly comes up there. But anyhow. Are you sure this wasn't like a mockumentary, like Spinal Tap or something like that? But you would think it was because the guy was so ridiculous. (laughs) And then he brought out, but it got even better because he brought out like this person who was like a, a, like very much like, no, there's no Bigfoot like expert. Because he wanted to, and and so what he I'm did is non Bigfoot expert. Yeah, but like no, he was just one of these guys. <laughs> who's like he's, he's one of these guys. Who's like no, nah, Bigfoot's not real, right? And so he brings him out into the woods, and like they're sitting there, and he's like, okay, do you, do you hear that? And he's like, and the guy's like, yeah. And you could tell the guy was they they, they picked the wrong guy because he was super non confrontational. Wouldn't and but he asked all these like really fucking shitty presumptive <laughs> questions. Wouldn't you agree that that could be a family of big? He was just like, he was, well, yeah, I guess. He was just know? confused And then by the, the apple was gone. Wouldn't you agree the animal would have been tall if they were to have taken it off of? Well, yeah, if they would have taken it off, but if a fucking raccoon then they would have climbed up. <laughs> hey, raccoons climb trees. They do. Shit. They're, so they climb in and out of trash bears. cans and, and dumpsters and stuff <laughs> like that. And he was sitting there. It's like he wants like so bad to believe in his head that like – you know the, the, that this Bigfoot is true, as he tells himself his own lies. Like he wants wouldn't, so badly to believe it. Wouldn't Which, you agree that the actually, apple you know is what, gone? will take us into our next segment and this the final is, one. This is a hell of a segue. Our new uh, segment for us: our weekly bad relationship advice. B A D D relationship advice. How am I segueing into this? You might say. Well, this guy wants so badly to believe that Bigfoot is real, he's convinced himself he is, like many men do with their shitty girlfriends. <laughs> Now, fellas, Listen we are up. just going to disclose here that none of us here, myself, nor Quinn, nor Andrew, or Dave, should be giving any relationship advice ever. Oh, which is zero wh- out of zero here. Which is why we are going to title this segment got some today. Bad, <laughs> bad Relationship Advice with two Ds because it's extra bad relationship <laughs> advice. But we will try to be as practical as we can. Today's topic, what to do when your girlfriend... Or interest. It's a floozy 
on Ooh. social media. Oh, the Ooh, thoughts. The th- oh, social media. The no, guys, whores. Listen up. <laughs> Jesus, guy. <laughs> yeah, told you no advice from what, me. God, what, movie, what movie was that? And that's when the whores come in. <laughs> what? Oh, what, what movie? Tommy Boy. Tommy that, Boy. One the, time during the, the war, I visited a brothel house. And, the, and that's when the whores come in. Uh, I want to hear more from her. <laughs> David Spade. But no, so oh, it's a real topic, and we'll give relationship yeah. advice, and you know, we'll cut a few quotes out of here, dump on the World Wide Web. But so here's the deal, okay? Social media, Facebook, Instagram, it's become relatively popular for girls to post. Pictures I don't know if of you've themselves. heard, but yeah. <laughs> only hundred million. So and so, some people yep. will say, some girls will say that they're posting pictures because they're confident to the way they look, and they're just trying to exude their confidence. Which there's an argument. It makes me empowered to uh, pose half naked. Empower. Some people are uh, push promoting products and things mm-hmm. like that. So there's reasons to promote. Some people are just trying to motivate others. Are there influencers? And yep. some people are simply looking for attention. Which at the end of the day nothing is wrong so what our topic we're going to talk about today is is where women need to draw the line as far as what people are saying and commenting and how men need to handle that because this is a hot button for a lot of people a woman will post a picture on social media men will make all sorts of comments a lot of times a woman's in a relationship or dm them as a guy who's in the relationship where do you draw the line for what you're going to put up with with what's on social media now uh in my experience okay uh a woman who has a, a, at least a moderate level of self-respect is going to mitigate what sort of comments are being allowed to put up. Now, granted, you can't always you can't always filter everything if you have a public profile, but you can go through and delete comments. And and my advice, bad or good, to guys is is this: because it's the internet, does not make an excuse for uh, people to say. Uh, I don't want to say perverse because that makes nice me sound crack. old. Yeah, just inappropriate <laughs> stuff yeah. because it's Instagram or Facebook. Boobs? And Instagram <laughs> seems like it's worse because Facebook seems a little bit more personal because you have to accept friend requests mm-hmm. as to where mm-hmm. Instagram people can just follow you and it's well, like you whatever. can do the where they have to. But allow the problem you to with Instagram, the problem with an Instagram private page is if you're if you're trying to promote anything or whatever, it becomes sometimes cumbersome mm-hmm. to whatever. And so what happens is you have all these random people who will make comments, and a lot of, uh, a lot of women will make the argument, oh, I don't know them, I'm not going to go through and filter. But as a guy, if you have a female friend or whatever that's dealing with that, it can be frustrating because at some point. And what I say to guys is if it's something that would be very offensive to say to them in person when you are there, then it shouldn't, you shouldn't allow it to have it on social media. And some people think that's... Uh, some people think that's a little bit much, but that's that's where I that's where I say that. So if you look, if if you're dating a girl, or it's your girlfriend or your wife, and she posts a picture in the gym or a picture in a new outfit or something like that, and some random dude from, you know, North Carolina that just shot a Bigfoot video, <laughs> says, "Oh, you look beautiful." <laughs> oh, that, that looked good right there. <laughs> yeah, but says, "Oh, oh, you look beautiful." No, is that something that you should get upset about? I don't think so. It'll make you feel a little I bit... Wouldn't, I wouldn't say it. Yeah, if they said something nice Would it make you feel a little bit awkward? Would it make you feel a little awkward? Of course it is. Anytime you're in a relationship, other guys are commenting or making you know comments about appearances or whatever, it's going to be awkward. Should a guy get upset if his girl posts a picture and some random guy says, you look beautiful? No. Nice hair? No. Nice eyes? No. But when the comments become uh, suggestive or dirty or something like that, at that point... Uh, to be honest with you, I think I think as a guy, you draw the line. Oh, absolutely. I don't think, uh, you know, in the, in well, the issue is, 
is that what we see with a lot of women is, is instead of filtering what they're allowing people to say, um, whether it's because they like the attention or regardless, uh, you know, they, they don't want to manage that and they don't want to do it. And a lot of times they'll turn around and say, well, you're, you just, I just need a strong man. I need an, uh, he's just insecure. He's not a, he's not a strong man. I need a man that can handle me. And I posted that meme, uh, last week or it's not even, it wasn't a meme actually. It was just a, a Twitter quote from a guy that said like a lot of like crazy or, or bitchy or like women who are just like unbearable to be around will justify their behavior by saying like, I'm a strong woman. I'm a hard headed woman. And I need a real man or whatever. And it's like, no, we just, that's not the case at all. Like we're not intimidated by you. And you don't need a strong man. We're just not going to put up with your shit. Yeah, basically. You're, just, you're just being a bitch. We're not going to have the we're time to put it. up with your shit. And then the guy in the, the guy in the, in the quote, it was great. He goes, you're just insufferable and, and we have better options than you. And so not going to, not going to deal with it. And so that is my bad relationship advice of the week to guys. And, uh, and we can go from a guy's standpoint to girls. And, and this, this really goes both ways actually. So this isn't just one way. So guys, if, if you got a girl and she's posting pictures on Instagram or on social media and guys are commenting that you look beautiful, whatever, um, I would say chill on that. You know, it's not, uh, I don't think it's offensive or anything like that, but when I, I don't separate behaviors on Instagram uh, from behaviors in real life. So if I was out in a bar with my girlfriend or somebody I was dating or something like that, and a guy walked up and said, like, oh, your girlfriend's beautiful, I'd be like, okay, that's a little weird. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, sorry about well, that. Like um, I didn't be- mean to do that that time. <laughs> but it, 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 it's know not, I, didn't know, I didn't know she was it's with you. It's not something <laughs> offensive, you know? Whereas if a guy walked up, oh, man, you got a great ass. I'd like to see the seams give out on your pants. <laughs> like... That's you're a pr- good one. I'm gonna use like, that you're, one. You're probably Fuck, getting. I gotta well, write that down. You're probably getting gut punched. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason the, why. There's a reason why I go for gut punch. We'll get to that in a later episode. But anyhow, so that's and, and I, like I said, and I know women. Women will argue that they'll say they'll say absolutely not. You know, it's just it's just Instagram and it's just people commenting. It doesn't mean anything. Is that, that what you think? It, it, abso- it absolutely does. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, it, look, if somebody you post a picture, oh, you have lovely eyes or beautiful eyes, whatever. That's that's a compliment that that girls could say, okay. But when stuff goes sideways, um, you can't expect uh, ladies. You can't expect to be able to have that stuff happen on social media and have the guy not feel bad. And guys, you shouldn't put up with it. Well, and and unless you're promoting something, unless you're working for like say Monster Energy or something, or uh, one of the fantastic supplements <laughs> that uh, that Dave was uh, was working there's with, there's going to be confusion. I'd, I'd rather have <laughs> Bay or Rain instead of confusion between. Real sponsors and uh, and, and blur lines and uh, yeah. Well, but you know, my point is, unless you're doing it for a reason or a purpose, why are you really doing it? Because this is a whole other topic we could go on to about how people have become like this this need and this just overwhelming desire for attention and this need to be you know seen and liked and and so many of these women want guys on there saying oh you got a great ass look at those tits whatever you know and and they're all for it i want to look into what is causing that and now this is probably for another topic but what's causing it where are we going and where is it going to end up because it's only getting worse psychology class yeah yeah but and and like i said I i don't want this look this goes both ways but generally speaking and the reason why it's yeah, but it's it more goes, guys commenting than exactly. girls being like, so it, "Oh, let me goes, see that dick." It go- <laughs> 
you imagine? Jeez. Can you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine those comments? That would be good. Hey, oh my God! Soon enough, effect. Mm, it happened soon to Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah. God. Are we gonna? Uh, but see, that's my whole thing. And well, the, Brett, are, we, are, we t- are, are we going back to his days with the Jets? Yeah. The, uh, the we, picture that he sent. We, out. You know, they made it. Uh, they made it illegal in Texas. Uh, to send unsolicited uh, sexual pictures. Huh. That's why I'm no Bold. longer allowed in Texas. I don't think they kicked you Fuck that going. state. They're missing out. I on know. Me, right? They're it's, missing out. It's illegal now. It's illegal. Huh. Which, we, you know, uh, how, do you, how do you What if you send it from your regulator? Yeah, what if you send it from what across if, state lines? Yeah. What if you send it from Wisconsin to, to Texas? Texas? Oh, I didn't yeah. even think See, of it. How I, do they even, I'm always ahead of the how law. How do they even right? enforce that? I was actually in <laughs> southern Oklahoma when I sent <laughs> that picture. I'm driving as I'm I was in Oklahoma. How are they going to enforce that? I got in a car accident in Oklahoma while taking what if you're from a What if you're from a different country? You know what? I never thought. That. I saw the news that they were going to make it illegal to send an unsolicited, sexually explicit photo. How are you going to enforce that at all from the guys Ooh, overseas uh, just firing off randoms? On, on the well, hey, as I'm just going to throw this up against the wall, see as what as sticks. As long as they're not in China where it's regulated, I'm sure yeah. you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah they're, how, they're, are, they're, how are you even going to prosecute that? Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't. That's it's probably if you live in Texas and they can verify that you live in Texas and you send it to a resident. What if I live in Texas and I send it to a resident of another state? Where's the violation there, exactly. my friends? Well, if you look in Section D of 107, what was that article you I don't know, but Section 13, D 107 <laughs> of the Do Not Send Junk Picks Code. <laughs> Section 13, Article 11. Oh, thank God oh, they cured God. the opioid problem down there and they can deal with this now. God. Uh, just when we you can't text we had, and drive. Just when we thought we were making some headway. Uh. I wonder, you know, that'll be interesting to see how much, uh, uh, you know, look. And again, for as much as we have fun here, look, guys, you can't be do you can't be doing that stuff. One, it's not chicks, one, it's don't creepy. It. Two, it's just it's just wrong. Stop looking at me like that, Quinn. Three, Dave, it's just Dave. like look, guys. <laughs> let me tell you something. Unless it, look, and I'm not look. Are girls asking guys for it? I'm sure they are. Okay, that is. The that is it's the worst. It's the worst thing. Just just firing off. Hey, guess what? Hey, what? Boom! There it is. <laughs> Eggplant there in your it face. Is. All Did for you. I take all two inches. Like what? Fucking what? What goes through your head before you just send one off unsolicited? Yeah, Andrew, like, what, look, if, what goes uh, through one's head? Uh, well, I just <laughs> hope to not hit the wrong buttons and send it to a friend. Hey, no, 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 hold on a second. Actually, he came close to sending. What was that with uh, Nelson, uh, me, and Porto? Nelson is a guy up in Canada. We'll we'll name drop him. <laughs> we just won't say his first name. You, this guy, guys, this guy right here. Okay, I, I was snapping with a lady friend. All right, she a sent lady. me something nice, so I wanted to reciprocate. Oh, Except Jesus for Christ. See, when I hit the arrow to who it sends to. I accidentally sent it, sent to, the it group. to uh no not the group. God for you. Oh, I thought it was. God. Oh, we were talking about it. No, it was to it was to our pal in Minnesota. Oh, That's so you just right. actually sent it to a you actually just sent it to a dude? He sent to both. He sent to, to, to the dudes. girl and the dude. Does she was she able to see that you sent it to the dude? No. Oh, then that's who cares. But uh, if it's one yeah. of your if it's one of your buddies, and mind you, guys, 
This is a solid. Look, because here, here's the thing. All right, here, it's because I was looking to see if it got delivered, and I looked, and I was like, "Oh no, there's a red arrow next to his name." Look, I quick all, emergency text him. Don't open it. Don't open it. Look, we're all adults here, and uh, you know you can send pictures both ways. That's fine. Just make sure that the person asks for it, or. It, Ask how she either. was asking. Hey, or just, ask or ask permission. Do you mind if the I previous send you this? Which seems said like it, it all seems like a terribly <laughs> awkward way. Do you mind if I send you, or would you like to see anything? I don't know anything other than just firing it off completely unexpected. You know, and 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 and, and, and maybe you're trying to be. I don't know. Maybe you're trying to be like. You know, uh, you know, you know, spice up a conversation. Let's say a conversation went that direction, like went totally like, okay, it's getting heated, and boom, eh, still questionable. But there are guys, and uh, I, you know, there's some girls. It's becoming more popular for women to like call these guys out, like screenshot their messages and post mm. them out there. And I've seen, you know, girls post up examples and they'll blur out. The internet is forever, gentlemen. Yeah, is By forever. the way, I have another meeting with Ashley now that we're on this topic oh, with our HR personnel. Oh, so. oh geez. I Sorry. Thought, yeah, I might mix the, miss the next production meeting. Legal. Shocker. Uh, but <laughs> some guys will just go from high, hey, <laughs> and, the, and then three more highs to boom. Like my first. <laughs> sales, well, you know who thir- did it first? Thir- if you uh, if you go back and watch Eddie Murphy, I believe it's r- Delirious. He does it, and he grabs a fan from the audience's camera and takes a picture of his junk <laughs> on his pants, obviously. But he's like, "Oh, look, it's Eddie Murphy's dick," you know, whatever. <laughs> so he was took, the first. Just probably. took a picture of his pants. Yeah, just his pants. But he was wearing yeah. the rubber oh, pants. He was wearing the, the red oh, suit, okay. the leather suit. That's yeah. not even a flattering like picture you know you're gonna send you're gonna fire off pictures like that make sure you represent yep. yourself well, it was one of those you classic, don't, it was one of don't the be don't be Brett Favre <laughs> no like, you gotta be ready for look, combat it's not, like, not like I want to like analyze this too much but remember that Brett Favre picture like the, he was like he wasn't uh he had his watch on and let's just say he wasn't ready <laughs> and uh <laughs> Why, why are you? He you was know, old. What he kind of watch was it, Dave? I don't know. It was like one of those like digital watches. Was it a swole watch? You know, like a was, it so, was it a swole watch? Uh, no, they rebranded it. It's S-Force now. <laughs> it, was a, it was a Damn Molex. It. He bought one anyhow, of Molex. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that. Uh, yeah, so if you buy an S-Force watch, please <laughs> don't send pictures with him. Well, the watch the is so, you know the watch is so big you wouldn't want to use it anyways yeah, you'd want to use like a little focus would go on the watch watches that's real thin he fired off the picture and he wasn't even ready, ready. for combat yes he wasn't even ready why you know, would you send it you know if he why wanted would you even send that picture he, why would you send it's a picture brett he probably was like well, it doesn't look too bad from that angle. <laughs> it's not. It just, just wasn't ready. What do you think? It wasn't ready. It was, bad, just, huh? it was just. It was. Hey, the guy used to noodle. throw. Into, the guy used to throw into triple coverage and wing it. Right. I'm sure he just tried winging it. This was a layup. The, the dude's been winning for 19 years. <laughs> hey, if he well, wanted what to, do you think he could do that. Exactly. He's like, I'm Brett Favre. Have you seen my Danny Woodhead? <laughs> hey, gentlemen. My advice: if you really want to impress her. Send her an eight, a picture of your ATM slip. That'll get you way further than a dick pic will. Especially so, Brett Favre. Show. Wait, so letting her know that you have a $118 account balance is going to... We just can go to McDonald's savings. tonight for fancy dinner. Uh, can, hey, that's just bit my of fo- savings. A hey, little bit of Photoshop. You can add a zero or two. You know, next thing you know, why are just, all the just, numbers blurry except for these last couple just, zeros? Just the next thing you know, zeros. there's an army of whores coming over the hill for you. Just, just knocking down your door. Hey, and guess where you can do that Photoshopping? 
on the Galaxy Note 10 Plus, 5G, ready available if you have a Verizon. Boom. You friends of the podcast. You can't, you, can't, you can't throw in a friends of the podcast <laughs> fake thing right after Quinn just got done saying, an army of horse. Uh, Jesus. Oh, sure wow. you can. Speaking of that, we were on the tail end of the go home here. Is there anything that gentlemen, and hey, we can't, we want to keep... This is I'm just uh, I'm just smoking uh, Quinn's victory oh, cigar. My, my victory cigar from today when I uh, called out the Packers victory after the first pass completion by Aaron Rodgers. Surprised <laughs> we have a in studio. the bag. That's a little nice. tease here for next week. Mullets. Are they coming back? Are they, I think they are. If you've been around well, I know Andrew can't, but if you've been around a high school, you've seen <laughs> that mullets are indeed coming back. I was uh, at a graduation party. Show. And that trust me, this should is, be lifted soon, all right? This is, this is a topic I'm excited to talk about. We're going to, uh, next week, we're going to You're getting a little into, Al Pacino-like. We're so going to dive topic into I want to talk about, huh? The return. Jesus, God, that was awful. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> I bad. I don't know what that was. I, was like, <laughs> I don't know who that was either. <laughs> that was a real, Trying to do Carlito <laughs> from WWE? That was a really I spit in the face really of bad. people who don't like to be cool. That, that was, was pretty really, bad. Yeah, but anyway. I, I can I'll, get it for Scarface. But anyhow. Mullets. Um, Not even. On next week's podcast, more bad relationship advice. Yep. Uh, catch another movie review to do. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do yet. I'm sure... Uh, We'll figure it out. I've, I've got one I want to uh, talk about. It was a terrible one on Netflix that had Bruce Willis in it called First Kill. I watched about half of it last night. It had Bruce Willis and Hayden Christensen. Uh, very terrible. I will uh, rip it apart next week. If you haven't seen it, don't waste your <laughs> oh, time. Is that a new, really? is that a new movie that just came you, out? Uh, new-ish, I think. Yeah. So you, you only made it halfway through that, yet you have watched Escape Plan, Plan two, 2 and 3. Because oh. they're awesome. Dude, <laughs> we're going to save that for next week. It is so terrible. And we got uh, next week, Bill Burr, potentially. Yep, the Bill Burr oh, uh, yeah. stand-up yeah, comedy special. About, uh, Fucking king Burr of special. comedy right now. Well, l- l- ladies and gentlemen, three or four of us saw it. Uh, somebody was uh, not towing their weight around here. I'm not going to say <laughs> who, but... Uh, We'll get to that next week. Don't you worry. We'll give you all time to watch it. He was too busy interviewing Slater and Goldberg. <laughs> like that. I wasn't going to call him out like that. <laughs> Gee, Thanks. Bill Burr comedy special. <laughs> Have a good time talking with AC Slater and Bill Goldberg. <laughs> get your priorities straight. AC Slater had a beautiful mullet. He did have a he, beautiful. Uh, speaking of, oh, the, save that, save that, because yeah, I, we I, should we'll, rank. We'll don't mullets. get me started. Don't get we'll me come started. We'll come back once again next week. We the are dedication talk. to that mullet with that curly of a oh, hair. Right, yeah, yeah, real quick, I want to throw this in there. There's a YouTube clip with uh, Zach Morris, AC Slater, and Jesse because they were talking about uh, this was done at least three weeks ago. AC Slater, because Zach and Jesse and AC were talking about all their hair as kids and how it was iconic and the process and i highly recommend listening to ac slater because it's not as in-depth as you thought it was apparently uh, i'll leave that as a tease just go and search the video it's actually pretty funny we'll have links to that in the podcast notes yeah possibly sure joey get on that that's what they all say on the professional podcast that weren't much better than so, fellas, are we, take we, us home. Uh, is it time to wrap it up? It is time somebody to wrap home. it up. Somebody take so us home. So, once again, thank you again for listening out there, uh, all ladies and gentlemen. Well, welcome one more time to the official welcome, member. The official member of the Bad Medicine. We're going four deep. 
we are what? Uh, anyway <laughs> deep god this is what that, we this that, was a we're going <laughs> she's going four deep four the appleton oak man of a thousand poses the Better big boot twice. from little shoot mason quinn diamond dave demona and the answer thank you for listening good night hey what's up it's the odb and you're listening to the bad medicine podcast boom